What is good, good people? You are now listening to another episode of Since We Last Spoke with Danny Foxworth. I am your humble narrator, Danny Foxworth. And buddy, this past weekend was easily the best weekend I've had so far in 2023. Took a weekend trip up to Charlotte just to uh, knock some things off the bucket list. And I'm going to get into a just a a play-by-play account of what happened over the weekend. So starting off getting up Saturday morning. You know, make the three-hour drive up to Charlotte, taking I-26 in the in the Columbia and then 77. It's the first place I stop when I get into Charlotte is a beautiful, just black coffee shop right there on Beatty's Ford Road in Charlotte called Archive. And you walk in there and it's just so much just beautiful, just black art and just great coffees, great teas. I got the Ashwagandha tea. That was that was fire. And Copped a couple of prints from there. She had a couple of iconic magazine, Vibe magazine covers. I got a Lauren Hill one and the Snoop one that they did from, I believe it was back in the 90s. So it's it's always a treat stopping by there. You know, just just getting that that's truly an experience. Just going in there, soaking all it, soaking up all that 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 black energy. I love it in there. And from there. Uh, made my way to Uptown Charlotte, and unbeknownst to me, well, just out of nowhere, shout out to my homie Dro. Um, he hit me up the day before in my DM, like, "Yo, you're going to be in Charlotte this weekend for the Black Guy Who Tips live show," which I'll get into a little bit later. I was like, "Yeah," he was like, "Yeah, I'm coming in from Dallas. I'm going to be there too." I was like, "Bet," because we initially were going to meet up in Dallas to go to a Rangers game, but. Some things came up on my end and we couldn't make it happen. So it was it was a it was a pleasant surprise to see that he was going to be attending the same event as me. So we agreed to meet up at Tupelo Honey in Uptown Charlotte for lunch, you know, just a little pregame around one o'clock. And oh, he meets me at the bar and we dap each other up. We're like, yo, good to finally meet you, man. Like I always say. Meet your internet friends in real life. To this day, I've yet to have a bad experience in that department. And so we sit down at the bar. And the first thing that comes out of his mouth is, man, I just really want to say, I really appreciate your podcast. Seriously. Like the dementia episode, it really hit close to home. And it really opened my eyes to a lot of things that that I'm experiencing and things that I will eventually experience. And that really felt good to hear, knowing that somebody out there, not just not just listening, but really, you know, gaining some beneficial information for them, and that that was awesome to hear. And then also, he said that my at the plate podcast really made him want to try to, you know, get into baseball. He's admitted that you know watching it on TV is just not his thing, and he much prefer. He would very much prefer, you know, actually going to the game, which he did. He went to the uh, went to the Rockies, Rockies Braves game, the same game in which Ronald Acuna got got approached by the two fans in the outfield, and he was at that game. And we we had a good talk about that, and finding out that we had a lot more things in common than initial than we initially thought. And then when he revealed to me that his in-laws are actually from North Charleston. I was like, wow. I mean, this it's right up, basically right up the street from me. So we talked, we ate shrimp and grits was fire. 
And then we finish our meal and we leave out of Tupelo Honey. And we walk to the parking garage where he was parked at. And he was like, man, I got a present for you. I was like, all right, cool. So he opens the uh, opens the door in his in his rental, reaches down on the floorboard with his plastic bag, and he hands it to me. And he was like, man, because I know you're such a diehard Texas Rangers fan. And you may have already seen the video I posted on my IG, but he pulls out a, I open the bag and pull the boxes out. And it is a bobblehead of my absolute favorite Rangers player this year. My man, Adolis Garcia, got me a bobblehead of him and another bobblehead of Joey Gallo in a hand Solo costume. And dude, you could not wipe the smile off my face. I was geeking like a little school kid, man. I love surprises like that. Dro, shout out to you, man. Seriously. I, it was it was an honor and truly an honor and a privilege to be graced with your presence. And so we hop in the we hop in this car and we make our way to the night theater, which is where the black guy who tips was hosting a live show. They were a part of the Queen C- Queen City Comedy Festival that weekend. And their live show was at the night theater. And so we get our ticket scanned and we go in the lobby and I was able to meet another internet friend in real life, the good Leonard brothers. Man, that was, you know, we, we've interacted on online so many years and to actually get to dap them up in real life. And I got to meet his beautiful mom too. They came up from Raleigh. That was, that was awesome. We just shooting this shit about the black guy who tips podcast and as well as the Firestarter podcast. And so we make our way in the theater and that, that was so awesome to experience because let me tell you about Rod and Karen, who are the, the hosts of the black guy who tips podcast. I became familiar with them back in 2011 on the okay player message board. Somebody made a thread asking people to recommend black podcasts and to drop their recommendations in the thread below. And pretty much every other person recommended combat jack and the black guy who tips those were the two podcast names that came up the most so i went and listened to the black guy who tips based off based off of everybody's recommendations and i'll never forget the first episode of his that i listened to he was talking about playing pickup basketball at the harris ymca which is in charlotte and steve smith dropped in to do to uh, play pickup basketball with them and being the little short hot head that he is he was trying to pick fights with people on the basketball court. And he just, the, the story that he laid out was, it was just, it was so hilarious. And Rob was like, okay, I'm, all right, you, you playing dirty. I might get my ass beat, but you still in the wrong. And, uh, and, and ever since then, I've been hooked on that show. And it was, I got to sit front row for that, for their live show. And that, again, Incredible, incredible, incredible experience. And they got to talk about my favorite segment of all time with their podcast, which is the bullet ball segment, which is the unofficial spot, which is the unofficial sport of their podcast. And if you haven't seen the video, go to YouTube and just type in bullet ball. It's it's a whole thing with this guy trying to make a sales pitch to these uh, prospective. I don't know what you call it. It's almost like it was an episode of Shark Tank. And he was pitching his his the idea of this game to this board of people, which ultimately they they shut it down. But the video is still funny as hell to watch. And so 
their show was about almost just a little under two hours and it was thoroughly entertaining laughed my ass off as as well as everybody else in the theater and once the show was over you know they go out in the lobby to do a meet and greet and take pictures with everybody and as i get out of my seat i'm walking down the aisle towards the lobby i run into my man jack eclectic who i did not at all i did not at all expect to see pull up to the to the to the event but again very pleasantly surprised man and he was super cool dude shout out to you jack he came up from Atlanta and you no, know, we're just chopping it up, me, him and Dro, and we get our pictures and I finally get to meet Rod and Karen. And the first thing Rod says to me after we meet is, dude, can we please get your boss our impression? Boss is a, is a, one of the key figures from one of my other favorite podcasts, the Firestarter podcast. And I got to do record a video and do my, my bar impression with Rod and Karen included in the video, and I put it on Twitter, and it just, ah, I felt like I reached the end of the internet with that one, and you know, just knocking things off the bucket list. And once again, super cool experience. So I leave from the theater and go check into my hotel, which didn't, I mean, I stayed there 30 minutes and then changed clothes and back out to Uptown to Knock another thing off my bucket list. I want to my one of my biggest things musically is was always to go see uh LL Cool J live show because he's one of my all-time favorite, one of my, one of my all-time favorite rappers, and he's a hell of a, of a performer just based off what I've seen online. And pulled up to the uh Spectrum Center. He had the Force Tour, which was LL, Back by the Roots, DJ Jazzy Jeff, DJ Z Trip. Rakim, Juvenile, and De La Soul, and buddy, they stood and delivered. Everybody on that bill just put in work. And it was a beautiful thing to see walking to the arena, seeing all these couples in their matching Adidas tracksuits and the middle-aged ladies with the rocking the big door knocker earrings. And it just took me right back to my childhood, seeing that was that was the the fashion at the time. And Another thing I love about the middle-aged artists is they don't they they don't cheat you, and they they know how to be punctual. Got to the venue, got to walked inside the arena around seven thirty. DJ's playing some some classic hip hop. He's playing MC Light, playing Big Daddy Kane, Roxanne Shantae. and the thing I love most is I mean the arena was packed packed. It was more people than I anticipated, and everybody got involved. The crowd participation was amazing. Everybody was just, everybody was on one accord and the show was supposed to start at eight. And when it's, and when eight o'clock struck, I mean, no second later, the arena went dark. The roots walked out on stage and they started the show. They performed for about 20 minutes, just doing old, doing their renditions of old school B-boy classics. And I mean, everybody around, everybody around me was just, they were locked in. And so. 20 minutes into the set, they bring De La Soul out as the first act. So they're going over their classics. They're, they start off their set performing Potholes in My Lawn. And they're just going through the hits. They did Me, Myself, and I, which the crowd ate that one up. And just they did uh, The Business, and they did uh, several, several other classics. Their set lasted about 25, 30 minutes. They leave the stage. And then here comes LL, 
I mean, just off the bat, the the stage presence. That man has it in droves. And the first song he performed was I'm Bad. And he, man, at that point, I'm hyped. I'm like, I'm like seven years old all over again. Never mind the fact that it was a that song triggered me as a child because of the whole Cool J Cookies debacle that I just that I talked about in the earlier episode of since we last spoke, but I threw all that hatred to the side. I was I I got active rapping word for word with every, pretty much everything that he was rapping. So he got he was on stage and he performed for about a good 40 minutes just running through the catalog. And this really mind-blowing how how extensive his catalog is. So after his set is over, he leaves, and then Jazzy Jeff does a set. And then after Jazzy Jeff finishes his set, then Rakim comes out doing all the classics. He gets out on stage and he performed. I think the first song he performed was My Melody. So he performs that. He does, uh, let's see, he did um, Don't Sweat the Technique. He did um, Move the Crowd. He was going through all of his classics too. Rakim, as far as live show, I've seen him perform live before. That's You're not going to get much out of him. He just, this man is the epitome of cool, but it, it's the coolness doesn't really it it doesn't really translate on stage. It's, it felt like there was a lull in energy, but that's just that's not what he's known for. But nonetheless, I was still entertained. So then Rakim finishes up his set. Then the next guest was who was the next guest? Next guest was Juvenile, and he hops out on stage and he throws in that four hundred degrees and buddy, I'm I'm all the way in now. Like, you see me, I eat, sleep, shit, and talk rap. You see that 98 Mercedes on TV? I bought that. That's one of my all-time favorite openers in rap. And he goes through his catalog. He performs for about 30 minutes. Does that. Does slow motion. Does back that ass up. Does ha. He did You Understand. Just, just to name a few. So once his set is over, Cool J comes back out, did a wardrobe change, and he he took the... No, he he took the the mood down for the ladies. So when he walks back on stage, he performs I Need Love. Then he performs Paradise. He performs Love You Better, which is my all-time favorite Neptunes beat ever. Man, he just so many, so many classics. And he did some of the unknown, some more, some more of the uh, unknown songs too. He performed Nitro from Walking with a Panther. He performed Mr. Goodbar from the Mama Said Knock You Out album. I mean, he was he was getting to it with that catalog. And Buddy, when he closed his set doing Rock the Bells, I thought he was I thought his set was done. And then he turns around and next thing you know, LL Cool J is hard. As, I'm like, let's go. My hands are in the air, just rapping word for word. Oh my God. I mean, and that show was a solid three to three and a half hours of just nonstop, just punch you in the face. That was that was a great night. That was a great, 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 great night. And I'm glad I was I'm glad I was able to go there. So we leave and I check back into my hotel, you know, call it a night. Then I get up the next morning 
hit up the Hooters in uh in Uptown Charlotte right there on Trade Street. Shout out to that Hooters. Went to go catch the Panthers game that Sunday. And I'd never seen this before. It was the whole staff was all black women. And that was it was a beautiful experience. The wings, oh my God, they were outstanding. It's been years since I actually set foot in Hooters, but they do these roasted wings now and they had the I like I like my wings. I like the dry rub on the wings as as opposed to the sauce. And had the Chesapeake wings, and there was another wing flavor I can't remember that I had, but both of them were outstanding. The Panthers, not so much. Bryce Young, he he stunk it up, but eh, that'll happen. I mean, that's his first career start. He'll be all right. So leave the Hooters. Head down to uh head down to Noda, which is the the like the artsy fartsy district. That's 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 my lane though. That's my speed. And I'm walking down the sidewalk and they have they're having these thrifts like these thrifted clothes sales and these art sales. And I see the art of this lady by the name of Jew Visuals. It's a Jew Visuals underscore on IG. And I was really just impressed with her art. And I couldn't leave without without buying a piece to put in the spaceship right here, which I'm going to hang up eventually, along with the Vibe magazine prints that I got from Archive. And yeah, shout out to her. I'm definitely going to get some more art from her in the future. And after I purchased my art, met up with my cousin Lanye. Shout out to her. We catch up. We went and caught up at the Haberdish, and it was always a good time. You know, just catching it up with her. And then after that, I got in my car and I left Charlotte and headed back down to 70, headed back down to 77. Well, had to stop a quick trip, get me a slushie, of course. I wish quick trip. Y'all need to stop playing and get some, some stores down, some gas stations down here in the low country, man. Seriously. But got home about 10 PM last night. And that was, that was something that my soul needed. And buddy. I will do it again at the drop of a hat. So Charlotte, Mecklenburg County, thank you for being hospitable to a brother. And this has been another episode of Since We Last Spoke. Make sure you like, download, and subscribe to my to the Since We Last Spoke podcast. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can watch this through the visual medium. I'm at Danny Foxworth843. Until next time, y'all be good. Peace.